bump. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Imagine, if you will, a place where the macabre and humor flow amicably. A place where UFOs land and monsters are real. A place where you say to yourself, I want to believe. back again we're back again episode seven of the i want to believe podcast i'm nomar slavic i'm kyle sawyer today we'll be discussing an interesting cryptid by way of texas my friend they say everything's bigger in texas they do don't they not sure what that has to do with yeah, this. Nothing. <laughs> but anyway, another quick reminder, all of our episodes pre-recorded, you can listen to them all now, and all of our I Want to Believe social media and email will be listed in the show notes, so check it out. Let's get to it. The Lake Worth Monster. <laughs> Kyle, do you remember what humanity-changing event occurred in July 1969? July 1969 was the uh, first moon landing. Yeah, dude, that's right. Good memory, or you know your history, whatever. Anyways, can you guess what other event happened during this time frame? Hmm. Would it happen to be the first Lake Worth monster sighting? <laughs> right oh, sir. Just about the time man, in all his wisdom, decides that he has this world and everything in it all figured out, along comes something he can't explain. Take the recent reports of the Lake Worth monster, or creature, or whatever you want to call it. Some who have seen it say it looks like a half-man, half-goat. Others, who are a little more conservative, describe it a little differently. So the story goes that a bunch of people were at Lake Worth enjoying the scenery when many of them witnessed a seven-foot creature standing on top of a cliff. Okay, so I was right that everything is bigger in Texas. Yeah, I think you were, actually. They all then saw this creature start running towards them, grab an abandoned truck tire, and toss it about 500 feet right at them. Crazy. Hmm. The witnesses described the beast as, quote, half man, half goat, towering, seven feet tall and weighing 350 pounds, hairy, horned, and covered in scales. That sounds terrifying, but check this out, dude. A few months later, someone captured this creature on camera, but we'll get to that in a bit. WFAA ABC News reported on the incident at the time with reporter Jerry Taff, who was on scene. We actually have that old news clip, and we'll put it in the show notes so you can watch it, but we're also going to play it now. Check it out. Just about the time man, in all his wisdom, decides that he has this world and everything in it all figured out, Along comes something he can't explain. Take the recent reports of the Lake Worth monster, or creature, or whatever you want to call it. Some who have seen it say it looks like a half-man, half-goat. Others, who are a little more conservative, describe it a little differently. Well, it was about seven foot tall, weighed about 350 pounds, and it was hairy, and I couldn't see his face. It was in the dark, sir. 
There are reports that it has scales, too. Did you notice that? I was so scared I didn't see nothing like that. You said it took the tire off your pickup. What did it do? No, it, it was not the tire off in our pickup. It was in a, a, a sand pit that they dug dirt from, and he threw a tire uh, some 400 to 500 feet. And the police that looked at the tire in the back of the car said that it had to come off from a pickup. We didn't have no pickup there, sir. We had a, a rambler, a little, little uh, rambler out there. Did it look like he was throwing the tire at somebody? or? He'd thrown it at everybody, about 40 people. This is the place near the Greer Island Wildlife Refuge where Harris allegedly saw the creature or monster or whatever you choose to call it. It was up there on those cliffs, and it'd stay up there running back and forth, and it run. It wouldn't run the whole distance around. It just run halfway around it and halfway back, and it wouldn't run through the trail that was up there. It'd run through the the edge of the cliff that was pretty rugged and had a lot of weeds and trees around it, and I couldn't see how no human could really get through there as fast as it could. The skepticals say it's a man in a monkey suit, but some say it can't be that no man is that big or that strong or could make so hideous a sound. At any rate, something happened out here last night, and so tonight there will be more people back, armed with cameras and probably with rifles. And this causes apprehension, particularly for police, who say that, monster or no, if there are very many rifles here, somebody might get hurt. Jerry Taff, Channel 8 News, at Lake Worth. WFAA-ABC contributor Ryan Osborne wrote in a 2018 article revisiting the case that a story about the uproar appeared in the Star-Telegram in July 1969 and WFAA followed up with a report the next day. Reporter Jerry Taff relayed from the scene his tone wavering between tongue-in-cheek and grave concern. In the clip, Taff asked a witness if the monster had a scaly lizard-like skin, as others had reported. I was so scared, I didn't see nothing like that, the man said. At the time of Taft's report, the legend was pure hearsay. The rumors, though, were enough for police to fear that a mob of rifle-toting citizens would try to take the matters into their own hands. Man, that, uh, what you just said there with the, uh, the mob of rifle-toting citizens, it reminds me of Stephen King's Silver Bullet, mm. when they're all, like, getting geared up to go get the, the werewolf after it killed the sheriff's son. Right. Anyways, great movie. But go on, sorry. That is. The rumors also inspired a short book written by Ben Brooks' Sally Ann Clark. Clark's The Lake Worth Monster of Greer Island, Fort Worth, Texas, part of which had been posted on the Tarrant County Historical Journal website, featured a picture of Greer Island and an ominous warning. Somewhere deep in the thick underbrush, the Lake Worth Monster hides. Man, another local ABC affiliate covering a cryptid case. That's pretty cool. If you're keeping score at home, another ABC affiliate covered the Lizard Man story. Okay, now here's where we start getting closer to the story of the photograph. Ryan Osborne wrote in regard to Clark's book about a witness who saw the creature snap a large limb of a tree. The witness went back later and took a picture of the tree. Osborne wrote, Clark's book had a picture showing a thick limb snapped like a toothpick. Another man, Jim Stevens, claimed the monster, real big and human-like with burn scars all over its face, arms, and chest, jumped on the hood of his Mustang one night, hanging on until Stevens crashed into a tree. But the lasting image of the mysterious creature came that fall in November when a man named Alan Plaster snapped a grainy picture of what appeared to be a woolly beast walking through high grass. Now, what's interesting about Plaster is that he thinks the picture was 
taken as a hoax, Osborne wrote. In an interview with the Star-Telegram in 2006, Plaster dismissed the legend, telling the newspaper that the monster was probably just someone playing a prank. His picture, though, became famous in certain circles. Man, what do you think about all that, Kyle? Well, listen to this first, then tell me what you think. Okay. Also, we have another news outlet dedicating time to a cryptid. This one is an NBC affiliate, Channel 5 out of Texas. They reported in 2009 that during the weeks of summer, people saw the creature running through the grass, found tracks too big for a man, and reported dead sheep in blood. Uh, back when the original sighting happened, soldiers and sailors in Vietnam wrote their parents in Fort Worth and asked for more news, and reporters from far and wide wrote stories about it. The authorities continued to blame either a bobcat or teenage pranksters. Then about the time school resumed, perhaps not coincidentally, the Lake Worth monster Fuhrer largely disappeared. Hmm. So here's where the rumors of a hoax really start to take shape. I see why you wanted to wait to uh, ask me uh, what it, what I thought on that because it's interesting that Alan took a very famous photo of the, uh, the 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 Fort Worth monster and has since gone on record denouncing the photo. You want to take a look at the uh, picture really quick? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say it's 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 not a whole lot to look at. I guess if I were to say that that was somebody playing a prank or, in fact, a monster. Mm-hmm. Are we perhaps looking at the back of it? That's that's what I would think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it it almost seems cloud like, but yeah. I you know I just don't know if that's the the the, the graininess of the film stock, you know, and, and it was nighttime, things like that. But could that piece up top be some sort of a head? You that's, think? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, if, if that is what this is. Interesting. Well, we'll put that picture in the show notes so you guys can can check it out as well. But please, Kyle, continue. The NBC report continued. Plaster, interviewed in 2006, said he doesn't buy the monster story now. Looking back, I realized that when we drove by, it stood up. Whatever it was, it wanted to be seen. That was a prank. That was somebody out there waiting for people to drive by. I don't think an animal would have acted them that way. For his part, though, Plaster isn't talking anymore. He declined an interview request. In 2005, a reporter at the Star-Telegram received a handwritten letter with no name and no forwarding address. One weekend, myself and two friends from Northside High School decided to go out to Lake Worth and scare people on the roads where there were always stories of monsters and creatures who would attack Parkers, the letter began. The writer claimed to have used tinfoil to make the homemade mask to scare a truckload of girls. When the friends were finished, they went to a Dairy Queen on the north side. I had a Coke float. The Goat Man had a parfait, <laughs> the letter said. The Goat Man turns 55 this summer and resides a peaceful life in the hills outside of Joshua. Now, based on the postal cancellation, the man who wrote the letter lives somewhere near Beaumont, and he isn't the only person to make such a claim. A newspaper reported in 1989 that police questioned several Castlebury students who were found with a faceless gorilla outfit and a mask. Fort Worth, Texas magazine outed a man identified only as Vincennes who admitted being involved in the infamous tire throwing incident on July 11th. He said the tire went airborne only because it hit a bump after they rolled it. But he had no interest in naming more names or publicly taking credit or blame. The owner of a kennel near Lake Worth has also said that he lost a macaque monkey that summer and that perhaps the primate was responsible. All of it could be true or none of it. Wow. Okay. So now we've got a bunch of people claiming to be responsible for the hoax. That's crazy, man. You rarely hear about that encrypted stories. It actually made me think back about the, uh, 
the Falkville Metal Man mm-hmm. when uh, this teenager was quoted as saying that he you know that they had a tinfoil face and things like that and right. like none of that came out in the Falkville story at all right. which I guess lends credibility to that one maybe less credibility to this one mm-hmm. but remember Clark who wrote that book on the monster in 69 mm-hmm. she claimed after having written the book that she saw the creature three times so after all this stuff of a hoax came out she put up a reward of $5,000 to any of the hoaxers to take a polygraph test and if they passed stating that it was in fact a hoax and they dressed up as the creature she'd give them the money no one came forward so is that telling and in support that this creature could be real i don't know what do you think i don't know either i mean that's that's definitely interesting like like most of the time like you would hear people offer a reward to prove that it that it's real but instead she's offering a reward to be like hey yeah, if I, w- I made this up, you know? Yeah, like, like if what you're saying is a hoax, cool. Take a polygraph, here's five Gs. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you jump at that, especially in 69? That's a shit ton of money. Right, exactly. And, like, their whole thing is maybe trying to get, like, notoriety for being the one that hoaxed this monster. Why wouldn't you take the opportunity to also get 5000 bucks out of it? Yeah, it's not like these guys are... I mean, <clears throat> we have a quote here saying that the... Um, the goat man is 55, right. you know, as of 2005 and uh, resides a, a peaceful life in the hills outside of Joshua. You know, like if that were in fact the case, why wouldn't you have, uh, you know, $5,000 at that time, you know, to, to boot on top of that? Right. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the Lake Worth monster, is it real? Is it a hoax? Well, we have a lot of claims here of a hoax, but as always with all of these stories that we tell, first of all, I want to believe, but second of all, we we leave it up to you to decide. Check out the links, check out the uh, the picture and the stories, and anything else to add? No, I think we uh, think we summed it up. Nailed it. Sure. <laughs> Till next time. Till next time. All right. I'm like, all right, you ready to go? And you're like, oh, hold on. I got to get the email up. I'm like, what have you been doing this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I hate it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's Lake Worth Monster, homie. That is? No. In the fleshy flesh. <laughs> I wish you'd been recording for that. I was. Okay. I think. Yeah. I'm confused by your directions here. <laughs> Me too. Why would you not read that? <laughs> we're the right up, sir. We're the, we're the worst. All right. And toss it about nope. 500. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I guess we could stop that now, man. I want to watch it. I don't know why I wrote. Who knows why I do the things I do? Please leave it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Kyle response. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say there. <laughs> it just it, it struck me funny.
People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. These are the better days. We're in for better days. Come feel the rush again at Bush Gardens. It's time for the excitement of electrifying events like Summer Nights, June 25th to July 29th. Stay late for nightly fireworks and all-new weekend concerts. It all tastes better with the refreshing taste of ice-cold Coca-Cola at Bush Gardens. Right now, tickets start at just $32 a day. Restrictions apply.